This is Optimal Parenting Daily, episode 146, Saving for College, What is a 529 Plan? Part 1, by Kamiko of TheBudgetMom.com. Hello, everybody, and thanks so much for joining today. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino, ready to bring you something a little different this time. Uh, so today and tomorrow, we'll be looking at an article from Kamiko, who's an accredited financial counselor and mother that we feature more often on Optimal Finance Daily. And this longer article of hers is particularly crucial for parents now who struggle to save for their children's college, um, as it can be harder to save and college expenses only increase. Well, she has a great strategy for parents whose children are nearly at college, as well as for soon-to-be parents. Let's hear what she has to say about 529 plans as we optimize your life. Saving for College, What is a 529 Plan? Part 1, by Kamiko of TheBudgetMom.com If you think there is no way you can afford to save for your children's education, you are not alone. As of 2017, only 20% of the parents in the U.S. were saving for college. But consider this. Statistics show that students who have a college savings of only $1 to $499 are three times more likely to attend college and four times more likely to graduate from college than students with no savings at all. By starting a savings account, your children know their education is a priority for you. Any savings at all, and your child is four times more likely to graduate college. Statistics also show that 66% of millennial parents aren't familiar with a 529 plan for college savings and only 4% of U.S. households are invested in a 529 plan. So what is a 529 plan? A 529 plan is simply an educational savings plan that is exempt from federal tax. This plan also has tax benefits at the state level, if your state has an income tax. These 529 plans began over 20 years ago to help taxpayers prepare for education expenses. Let's look at how a 529 plan works, the two types of 529 plans, college savings and prepaid tuition, tax benefits of an education savings account, the maximum contribution and deduction restrictions, and how the money in a 529 plan can be used. You'll be surprised just how versatile a 529 plan can be when it comes to educational expenses. How does a 529 plan work? A 529 account is an investment fund. There are generally two different types of investment options, an age-based option and a static option. With an age-based option, your investment starts out in higher-risk stocks, which also tend to yield much higher growth. As your child ages, the fund gradually shifts investments to more conservative mutual funds and bonds. With a static option, your investment begins and remains in a lower-risk fund or group of funds. This plan is more secure but yields lower returns. You often can choose the plan that feels right for your goals. Stocks can be riskier, but there is more money to be made. Bonds are generally safer, but make less money. Some plans offer insurance-backed guarantees or principal-protected funds, meaning the money you invest can be recouped. A 529 plan will be handled by the program manager, which is usually a fund company or financial institution. Most managers invest in U.S. stocks and bonds and diversify through emerging markets, commodities, and international investments. The money is invested in your name, 
but in custodial accounts. Each account is for a specific beneficiary. Although handled by the program manager, you have the final say in how your money is invested. You can also work directly with an advisor who will explain all the options to you. What are the two types of 529 plans? The two types of 529 plans are college savings and prepaid tuition. College savings are investment plans that invest your after-tax contributions in mutual funds. Prepaid tuition plans are accounts that lock in the current cost of tuition. Prepaid tuition plans may be offered directly through the college or university and allow you to do just what they say, prepay the cost of tuition. Since tuition costs continue to skyrocket, prepaid tuition can potentially save you a lot of money. Prepaid tuition plans, however, are diminishing in accessibility. Many have stopped accepting new investors. Others have even closed accounts completely. Prepaid tuition accounts have other drawbacks as well. For instance, your investment may only apply to in-state schools. Also, room and board and many other costs are not included. College savings plans work like other typical investment accounts. Instead of a bank savings account or a savings bond, which will earn you a meager 2-4% on average, you are investing your money in stocks and mutual funds. Think of it as a Roth IRA, but for education instead of retirement. While prepaid tuition plans have time limits for withdrawals, college savings plans do not have time limits. Bear in mind that, like your cell phone bill or mortgage, your investment will be subject to fees. Fees generally include an account maintenance fee, which pays your plan manager for administrative costs, an advisor fee if you choose to work with an advisor to help manage your 529 plan, and a total asset fee, which is another management fee based on the success of your portfolio. These fees are pretty standard and can range widely, depending on the amount you contribute, your state's regulations, how diverse your investments are, and how actively managed your funds are. Some states waive certain fees. Be sure to ask your plan managers about any waivers that may apply. Also, your state tax deduction, where applicable, may counter some of your fees. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled, Saving for College, What is a 529 Plan? by Kamiko of thebudgetmom.com. Great start from Kamiko here today. Thanks so much to her. Planning for your child's education can be highly stressful, needless to say but I think she's already doing a great job of calming the nerves. Not only is she laying out the details of 529 plans thoroughly, but to me there's a lot of, again, calm and catharsis in reminding parents of how many others are feeling lost or overwhelmed. I also love her note about the fees and how she dismantles them in such a way that reminds us of their normalcy, just like with phone bills or mortgage. She's going to provide a lot more information in tomorrow's second half, however including reasons to be optimistic about this investment should your child not choose to go to college. So, be sure to come on back for more information then so you can have even more confidence in this financial challenge. I'll see you there, where your optimal life awaits.